So Freddie Goudreau scores, and moments later, an extension is announced. Coincidence? Ah, probably not. Here is why Freddie Goudreau's extension is a great deal for the Wild. Today, I'm Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day and part of your daily routine. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms so you don't miss out on any new episodes throughout the week. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we discuss Freddie Goudreau's new five-year extension and why it is a good deal for the Minnesota Wild. We'll talk about Freddie's fit in the lineup, what he brings to the table, and why this may just be the beginning for the Freddie Goudreau experience. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider, and during the game, Wild playing Nashville right now, Freddie Goudreau scores the game-tying, at the time, goal for the Wild. And then an extension announced uh, immediately after that by the Minnesota Wild. It's a five-year deal for Freddie Goudreau, $2.1 million per year. So all told, a five-year, $10.5 million contract extension for the guy that is the shootout king for the Minnesota Wild, but also just such a steadying presence in this lineup and a guy that fills a lot of hats. So it has looked more and more over the last couple of years like Goudreau was a guy that could be a reliable option on this team. His free agent status getting closer uh, was set to become a free agent at the end of this season. And so the move makes sense. The timing may be a little bit of a surprise, But what this does for the Wild is a couple of things. Obviously, the Wild have limited funds to work with salary cap-wise over these next couple of seasons. Goudreau was making $1.2 million on the second year of a two-year deal that he signed uh, with the Wild. And so you get him locked in at a pretty solid number. Uh, for the next five seasons. Goudreau, not um, not particularly, uh, I mean, he is 29 right now, turns 30 on May 1st, and so you get him uh, up to the age of 35. And honestly, like, just look at some of the things that have happened for Goudreau since he came to Minnesota. Obviously, early in his career, he was a back-end guy, first three years in the league in Nashville, didn't really play much at all. Then he goes to Pittsburgh in 2020-2021, has an intriguing 19-game uh, cup of tea with the, uh, with the Penguins there. So Bill Guerin obviously had some familiarity with him in the minor league system uh, before getting called up. To the Penguins as a 27-year-old, goes to Minnesota, 
has uh, 44 points last year, 14 goals, 30 assists, part of that dynamic uh, Kevin Fiala, Matt Boldy line. And now this year, career high in games, career high in goals, uh, career high shooting percentage. He just, he does a lot of really, really good things well. And um, something that I, I don't think I really understood just to the extent of in looking at his stats, um, an extremely smart player, uh, an extremely careful player with the puck. So 10 penalty minutes right now through 81 games. So you're talking five penalties total in 81 games so far this year. His shooting percentage has gone up to 12.6%. You've got the career high in 17 goals. But how about this? 81 games, he has given the puck away 21 times. He's taken the puck away 42 times. Also registering a career high in blocks with 52. His face-off percentage in a career high face-offs taken, 49.2%. He was at an even 50% last year. 49.2 this year in a career-high attempts. Um, and just, again, just a, a solid, steady presence for this team. A guy who has played on a second-line role. A guy who has filled in on the top line. Is he maybe more of a bottom-six guy? Probably. But does he allow you flexibility and knowing that... You're going to get a guy who brings calm into the lineup, who doesn't seem overly, um, at this point in his career, he doesn't seem overly overwhelmed by what's going on. It's, especially at the center position, it is giving the Wild some cost assurances uh, for that position here as they move forward. You've got Jewel Eriksonek locked up. Great defensive center, continuing to improve what he does on the ice from an offensive perspective. Faceoffs, Eriksonek showing that uh, improvement year by year. Freddie Goudreau doing the same thing. And so you've got two centers in the mix that are giving you year by year improvement and. We, we know how much Dean Evason trusts in Freddie Goudreau, especially with Jewel Eriksonek out of the lineup, playing a ton on the penalty kill. He's contributed on the power play as well. A guy that can fill a lot of different roles. And for a coach that's valuable at that price point, that is also very valuable. We have hopes that Marco Rossi is going to be a top six guy in the lineup when he gets a little more seasoning and um, slides into one of those spots. We have hopes that he's going to be able to do that. So if Goudreau plays higher in the lineup now and lower in the lineup later, that's fine. That That's not a problem with where this team is uh, is currently at. And look at it too. You've got guys that are a little older in the lineup now, such as Marcus Foligno. You've got uh, a guy in Ryan Hartman who is nearing the end of his deal. 
And so you have some of those guys that are those veterans right now that are probably not going to be here in a few years. And you now have a guy in Freddie Goudreau who clearly valued fit over cash. I, I He would have been able to get a lot more than 2.1 a year out on the open market. But likes what's going on in Minnesota and wanted to continue to help build what is what is being built here in Minnesota. After the Parisian suitor contracts are mostly off the books, 2.1 million for a middle six center or bottom six, whatever, wherever you want to put him, middle six, bottom six, 2.1 million a year for a guy like that is not... That, that's not going to break your bank um, at all. So I, I think it's a great deal for the Minnesota Wild. I think you're talking about a guy that fills a lot of key roles on this team. And the year-to-year improvement is the thing that does it for me. And showing that improvement in very key areas, considering the struggles that this team had offensively for most of the season, it's important. And so congrats to Freddie Goudreau. And uh, the extension to stay a member of the Minnesota Wild here for the next five seasons. Steady Freddie, five years, $10.5 million per. Nicely done, Billy G. We will continue today's show talking a little bit more about where Freddie Goudreau would slot into the lineup as things go along. As we uh, continue today's episode of Lockdown Wild. After a word from our sponsors, are you looking for a delicious snack but don't want all the sugar and calories attached? Then you need the best tasting protein bar ever. Built, you have got to try this. If you're like me and you want to make healthier snack choices but you don't want to compromise on taste, I've got just the thing. Built Bars and Built Puffs. Built Bars are healthy and taste amazing. Seriously, they taste so amazing. You won't think they're good for you. You have got to try this. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real dark chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. They also have some unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and cookies and cream. I don't know how Built Bar continues to make this happen, but these are their healthiest bars ever. Each Built Bar contains only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. Best of all, you no longer need to wait for your order to show up at your door. Swing by Walmart or Sam's Club, and you can buy a box of Built Bar today. If you don't have one nearby, you can still head to Built.com. Either way you choose, make sure that you choose Built Bar today. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day and making Locked on Wild part of your daily routine for the everydayers. Tomorrow, we will recap the season with the year in review as we guide you towards the postseason. We have a ton of postseason content coming up next week, so make sure to stay tuned for that as we get closer and closer. To playoff time. So, Steady Freddy signing his extension, obviously before the game, was announced during the game. 
five years, ten and a half million dollars. And fit at this point, let's let's look at where Goudreau slots in right now. Obviously, he has taken the spot of Jewel Erickson Eck in the lineup because as Dean Everson and Bill Guerin have talked about, Goudreau can give you a similar element to the things that Jewel Erickson Eck does well to complement Matt Boldy and Marcus Johansson. So we've seen Marcus uh, Freddie Goudreau take that spot in the lineup. Now, obviously, when Jewel Erickson Eck is on the ice, we've seen Freddie Goudreau take that third line center spot and uh, and be that portion of the lineup, which again allows him to emulate what Jewel Erickson Eck brings to the lineup as one of those defensive physical centermen. So he can help you offensively. He can help you defensively, depending on what you need in the lineup. Goudreau played after Ryan Hartman got uh, dumped off of the top line early in the season due to penalties and inconsistencies. Goudreau was able to uh, slot into that top spot in the lineup and give steady production. He didn't end up staying in that spot because you know maybe that is a little too tall, too high in the lineup for him to go. But he can play there, and he, he holds his own. He holds his own on the second line. He holds his own on the third line. He just is a chameleon for fits in the lineup and what he's able to bring to the table. Going forward beyond this season, let's assume that Ryan Hartman, Jewel Erickson Eck are your top two centers. Freddie Goudreau is going to be one of those bottom two. And if you end up with Marco Rossi as the third center, Goudreau could slot further down in the lineup. Ultimately, I don't think he will. But again, the reason that this contract is so good is not only that Goudreau is able to play all these different spots, he can play some wing too. A lot of response to the contract extension, initially mentioning that uh, that Goudreau has played some wing. So we can offer you some versatility there as well. That was initially one of the spots that we thought he was going to play coming into the season. But not only can he, but he does whatever he does whatever he's asked to do. And so he's one of those guys as well that coaches know that they can count on to do whatever needs to be done any given shift, any given game, any given series. And there's going to be a lot of pressure on Freddie Goudreau heading into the postseason, depending on how long it takes for Jewel Erickson Eck to get back because he is going to be expected to hold the fort down defensively as one of the top penalty kill options. But also while he's out there on the ice, he's going to be relied upon to be one of the top defensive clamp guys from the forwards. In addition to trying to help Matt Boldy and Marcus Johansson do their thing offensively. So ton of pressure for Steady Freddie to step into uh, as the postseason looms next week. But... 
Goudreau's unflappable, guys. He, he's, he's unflappable in whatever's going on on the ice. I think that shows most with his shootout performances. And I know shootouts, by and large, don't mean a whole hill of a beans lot. It's, it's just a way to determine winners or one-point getters during the regular season. So I know there's not um, a huge amount of stock put into it, but watch Freddie Goudreau, watch some of his shootout highlights. Super calm out there on the ice. And another thing, another aspect that Goudreau is able to help with leading the team in shorthanded goals. And so while he's out there on the penalty kill, it's no secret that this wild team, they took the shorthanded goals this year to replicate the empty net goals last year. That aggressive style of penalty kill allows the wild to pull opponents out towards the top of the zone. And then you have guys that just... Wait for their moment, whether it be Connor Dewar, whether it be Brandon Duhame, whether it be Freddie Goudreau. They just wait for their moment at the top of the zone, poke the puck free, and there's nobody to run you down from behind. Just a, a nice, quick skate to the opposing goalie and uh, collecting collecting an easy goal. He's, he's been great at that here this, uh, this season as well. Beyond... This season and going into the next couple of years, obviously, uh, the Wilds will, they're going to have some funds that will be able to be allocated in a couple of years. So Goudreau will still be here, but you're going to have, you know, a ton of money to throw at whatever. And you've got now. You've got Kirill locked up. Let's just look at 2025-2026. You've got Goudreau locked up. You've got Eric Sinek locked up for 5.25. You've got Matt Boldy locked up for 7 mil. And now you've got Freddie Goudreau locked up for $2.1 million. So Bill Guerin prioritizing guys that he views as part of the core, that, that deeper building blocks of this team. And is Freddie Goudreau a core guy on this group? Maybe not, but he does a lot of important things well, and he is continuing to show improvement on a year-to-year basis. And so that's valuable. That's valuable for Bill Guerin as a GM to get some guys into the mix that he can he knows he can rely on to do their job on a nightly basis. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think it's a great great uh, extension for the Wild. And uh, as I said here, I think he just I think he just scored again. Yep, he sure did. So Freddie Goudreau now two goals tonight. We're recording during the Nashville game because. A lot of subs in the lineup, and so it's not uh, it's not a hugely pleasant experience to watch. But two goals for Goudreau. He's now got 18 on the season, so I, I think it's just a slam dunk for Bill Guerin here. 
uh, this year. Now, one other thing I did want to talk about to finish today's episode, Kalen Addison is playing a wing spot tonight. Is that a preview of maybe a switch in positions for him in the offseason and beyond? We will discuss that to finish off today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. There's nothing more stressful than sitting around the house and deciding to yourself, hey, Twins are playing today. I'd love to go to a game. Well, have you looked for tickets the day of recently? A lot of times you're not able to find what you're looking for or the prices are just insane. But the Game Time app is here to help you make the day of buying experience way, way easier. Some of the things that I love most about the Game Time app is the flash deals and last-minute tickets they offer. They make it so easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event, not just sports, every kind of event in your area. They show you images of the event from your seat, and they offer lowest price guarantee plus event cancellation protection, job loss protection, you name it, they've got it. You can forget planning months in advance because Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. You can download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute ticket deals. Lowest price. Guaranteed. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day and part of your daily routine. Everydayers, we've got playoff content coming up for you next week. We'll be talking with Kevin Gorg. We'll have our full five-person Lockdown Wild playoff panel. It's a lot of alliteration, I know. And whoever the opponent ends up being for your Minnesota Wild, we'll have a head-to-head preview of that series as well. So make sure that you dial it up and get ready. Postseason is here next week. So amongst the lineup decisions for tonight's game against the Predators, Kalen Addison playing a wing spot. And this is interesting to me, and I did want to get to this topic because we did have it in the comments from earlier, and I just I didn't really know what to um, – I didn't really know how that would play out or if that would be something that uh, that the Wild would even be uh, be looking at. It was Gary on YouTube – asking about this uh, actually just a couple of days ago. So, see, Gary, we uh, we get it in today because the Wild are giving it a shot. Addison on the wing spot. And the thing with Kalen Addison in this instance is you are looking at a guy who is good offensively. He's good. Puck vision is great. He's good at moving the puck around. He's obviously got some playmaking ability from an offensive skill set defensively is a work in progress. There just are a lot of lapses defensively. They're not all his fault, 
They're not. But there are just a lot of breakdowns that are the reason that he has not played as consistently here over the last 20, 25 games of the season as he did in the first 60 games of the year. And so with him being a guy who is maybe not going to stick around as a defenseman, I don't know where he ranks on the Wilds' priority list in terms of, uh, of re-signings this offseason. If I had to rank where we're at with all of them, Philip Gustafson is number one in terms of a re-signing. You're looking at the president of the Brandon Duhame fan club right here. So Duhame is number two. And you've got solid veterans in the lineup. Ryan Reeves I would put on the list. He's a guy that I'd be interested in having back for what he brings from a leadership standpoint, from a veteran standpoint. You probably would be able to get him for uh, for pretty cheap. And he would be a guy that could come in and kind of help offset that loss of Mason Shaw on the fourth line. But anyway, you've got those, probably definitely those top two in Gustafson and Duhame that are priority re-signings. And Freddie Goudreau was in that, on that list too before his extension. He probably would have been second on that list behind Philip Gustafson. So... Is there potential? Is there potential that Kalen Addison's going to get uh, going to get traded with Brock Faber in the wings, with a few other guys defensively that look pretty close to ready to play um, and are a little more suited on the defensive side of the ice? Would it work to shift Kalen Addison to a forward spot? and then put him in that bottom six and just see how it goes. Ultimately, I think it's going to come down to the... I think it's going to come down to the defensive side of the puck in determining if that works or not, because if he is going to be... If he were to be swapped to a forward spot, you still would have the defensive aspects of the game that would need to be worked on it. So ultimately it may end up that he just uses this as kind of a learning experience year, puts in some work in the off season defensively and comes back and gives it, uh, gives it another go because let's, let's not throw the biggest part of this out without acknowledging it. That wild power play with Addison in the lineup looks completely different than it does now. But the Wilds have had the stance the whole time with this situation that you can't just contribute on the power play uh, to be in the lineup. you got to be able to take some strides defensively. And again, that bottom, third, that bottom pairing has been a journey this year, and we're going to talk more about that going into the postseason uh, next week. There's concerns with that bottom grouping. But if you are going to be playing regular minutes, 
It's got to be more than just as a specialist. So maybe they are doing this just to see kind of what it would look like. And we'll go from there and reevaluate in the offseason. That's that's Bill Guerin's uh, decision to to find out. Now, I don't know if I don't know if Billy G would have the guts to do this, but how cool would it be to see a Philip Gustafson extension during game one of the postseason as Gustafson is uh, is drawing against whoever uh, the Wild end up playing in that uh, first round series, Colorado or Dallas. How cool would that be? That might be that might be the only way that Bill Guerin can top an in-game extension on a night in which the guy that signed the extension has scored twice. So hats off again to Freddie Goudreau. I love the deal because he brings a lot of different things to the table. We'll see how it plays out, as we will with all of these extensions that the Wild have inked this season. That'll do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure you check out the Locked on NHL podcast to get the full lowdown on the final few spots of playoff uh, positioning that are available to be clinched. You can get all that at Locked on NHL wherever you listen to your podcast, just like Locked on Wild. Make sure you follow us on YouTube. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms so that you can become one of our everydayers, and you never miss out on the conversation throughout the week, throughout the season, throughout the offseason. Come be part of the fun here at Locked on Wild as we propel forward into the postseason. Also, make sure to follow us on social media. We will keep you up to date on all things Minnesota Wild all throughout the week with pre- and post-game content as well as new episodes every Monday through Friday, all part of the Locked on Podcast Network.